Welcome to Man in the Making. For today's episode, we have a four-person roundtable with Raja Shankara, Niraj Thakur, Arthur Dreesen, and myself, Rockus. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hi there. Raj, welcome to the roundtable, my friend. Thank you, Rajan. Nice so, to be here. Yeah. Um, Niraj, this is Arthur. Um, Hi. I'm pointing as if, I don't know <laughs> if that matters. <laughs> <laughs> on my screen you were pointing to me so yeah hi Naraj I'm Marcus hi nice to meet you nice to meet you Naraj where where are you what's going on what time of day is it uh, who are you uh, who am I I'm still trying to find out <laughs> but it's a beautiful day out in London uh, it's been really hard uh, in terms of the weather uh, so don't want to give you the horrible weather report but it's just been raining and cloudy and cold and uh, for a couple of weeks, uh, we had a heat wave back in May, which was amazing. And today's the other sunny day we have. So everyone's out um, in the parks uh, in London, uh, making the most of it, getting the tan. And it's evening right now. So, Naraj, what, are you confident about your connection? That's connection to who? You're <laughs> <laughs> to, to the, the source of the universe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think I've got a good connection. All right, then. Um, so why don't we just uh, get everyone up to speed before continuing the, the roundtable style? Um, what, what have you, what in your travels and experiences can, can you? Kind of, um, how can you relate to to this podcast? And and I know you know the podcast. You know who I am. Um, what is what does life kind of mean to you? That's a very deep subject, really. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I was pondering about this actually um, recently. I mean, you I've knew been, I was uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to ask me something like that. <laughs> So I, I mean, I know you from from the monastery days, uh, and now you're uh, ex former monk. <laughs> um, I mean, th- this is a very deep question, but I, recently I've just been pondering about it, watching uh, the Buddha on um, online on um, uh, Netflix, and uh... that's why I asked about the connection. <laughs> Sorry, got interrupted there. Okay. So, think about it a little bit more. I don't want to sort of review, give a sort of uh, rotten tomatoes on um, on the Buddha, but uh, it's, it's it's well made. But it makes you think as well about this question where you just asked me, Rajan. Um, yeah. You know, um, why are we here? Um, so, sort of what you know, who am I? And it's it really made me uh, think about it deeply and. Uh, I, I don't really have an answer to it yet. Um, for me, it's still a journey and I want to make the most of the journey itself rather than thinking about the uh, ultimate, which I think uh, moksha or merging with Shiva, the you know, uh, supreme what, consciousness, divine being, absolute. So before that, I just want to sort of focus on my journey right now and that series just sort of triggered that off more. Um, and of course, the other sort of 
you know, the daily correspondence with our uh, uh, guru um, in the monastery, that as well has been very helpful. Um, but then, since it's helpful and, and it triggers things, it also brings a little bit of pain as well um, to discover things um, about your own self and the ego. Um, so that, you know, where does ego fit into it on our spiritual journey, on our path? Um, so it, it's, as I said, uh, I, I'm trying to now just enjoy the journey itself. So each day, each moment, one step at a time, um, finding who I am. And I think it, it's like the ego says, yeah, well, you've, you've done it before. You've seen it. You've had amazing experiences in temples and with your guru and uh, in ceremonies and under a tree. But where is it now? So, so the journey continues. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, let, me, let me give some context to that. And then I'm going to ask Arthur something real quick. Um, so Niraj is sort of a guide for seekers who want to travel um, as a sort of, is that a side project? I mean, you, you, uh, you work in finances for the main, for your main gig, but you, you um, can take a group of people somewhere in the world and kind of show them another side to life. Yeah. I mean, the, that's just a sort of passion or hobby um, just to, uh, it's not sort of on a, on a mainstream commercial level. Uh, it's just to sort of have fun with it, um, teach meditation, um, do pujas, ceremonies, uh, and just talk about spirituality, talk about our path really, and try to find that middle path um, keys from other people's experiences, which could help us. Um, Absolutely. Um, Arthur, is the journey the very answer? Oh, I'm sorry, is the journey what? The answer? Uh, you know, I think it's a big part of it. When, when, when you're going on a voyage or a journey, you're experiencing more and you're automatically learning. You're automatically becoming a part of what you're doing and expanding yourself. So I, I, I think that uh, whatever the journey is, it becomes uh, a very important part of self-growth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Niraj, do you know, do you know um, Arthur at all? I don't, actually. Sorry. I mean, I've seen you I think in one of the podcasts, probably. You look familiar, but I, I don't know you well. Sorry. <laughs> well, why don't you guys formally introduce yourselves? Yeah. Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm Arthur Dreesen. I, uh, I am a intelligent, talented young man that is, and loving. I am a loving, intelligent, talented young man. That's my, that's, that's my state, my love statement to myself. Uh, and, um, so what I do is I, I travel the United States and hopefully the world at some point, but specifically right now, the United States, uh, in a Tesla, and I explore the charging network uh, throughout the America, throughout the United States to see, uh, first to prove that sustainable travel is doable and that uh, uh, moving into electric cars doesn't hold anyone back. And also just to find more obscure and uh, 
eye-opening things to do around the United States that you really wouldn't find in your normal, you know, um, let's go to Florida tourist type stuff. And he makes cool music. Yeah, and I make music too. I, uh, I used to be a, well, I still am an audio engineer slash producer. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were yet, uh, still. So are you're yeah. working with Jack still? Yeah. Well, you know, so uh, for my for my website, for um, I don't want to deal with any copyright stuff. So I make all my own music for all my videos and for all the stuff that I do, uh, just because I don't want to deal with any legal. So it's a lot easier just to uh, spend some time. And and so kind of a hobby. What I, what I'll do uh, to kind of make it even more with the journey is I'll record a lot of uh, samples with my field recorders while I'm out exploring and then I'll use those to create instruments in the computer. And then, so that's what I make my music with to tie everything uh, wow. together. So. Awesome. Um, Naraj, I have a question for you. Um, what made you decide to join the monastery and then why did you end up leaving? I think it's after 20 years, right? Was I sorry no. if I was wrong on that? No, so, I, Naraj, you're, you're unless Naraj, you haven't told me something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my secret life. Uh, that's on a different dimension. So thanks, Rockus, uh, <laughs> for seeing that. He <laughs> <laughs> revealed something. I thought I read on this <laughs> pilgrim that you're in the monastery. Um, oh, I, I mean, I just study with them, so yeah, it's a valid question. Just don't frame it as, as you were a, you were a monk, just frame it as your study. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've, I've basically just been studying, um, with the monastery, the courses they provide, the support, the guidance, the monks provide, uh, over the last 20 years. Um, that's helped me uh, through my journey, and uh, I've stuck by them. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was twenty. Uh, yeah, it's about um, twenty-two, twenty-three years. Um, yeah, I mean, um, since I met Gurudeva Subramanya Swami, that's uh, it. Just began. It just started from that that point. Uh, who's, who's the founder of the monastery? So studying with them as a, as just a worldly person or layman, or I'm not sure what the term is for that. So a, a non-monk. <laughs> um, so that is, uh, you know, uh, that I, I started with them and I'll, I'll still continue studying uh, to my capacity. Um, what? Yeah, I think that was a good question. Why? Uh... What's the why in there? So you, you saw the founder. My, um, uh, so what, would you call Bodhinada your guru or Gurudeva? Both. Uh, both are my gurus. Okay. So you saw, you saw um, the guru's guru. Uh, you saw Bodhinada's guru, the founder. Um, and then he, was, he went to London or something? And you said... Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I, I had um, come across his, uh, his teachings, his books um, in a bookshop when I was a student, as in just when I was at university. And um, so uh, and as soon as I picked up the book, it's, um, it was called Loving Ganesha. So and it just struck me. It just like opened something for me. And 
I looked at the back for the author. Uh, I was a naive uh, young man and I just looked at the back and it's like, oh, wow, look at this dude. You know, <laughs> this is how a book should be. This is how a teacher should be. And um, that basically started off. And then a few months later, I don't know how it happened, but online, um, when we had real audio back in the days when internet first started, and Gurudeva used to post his podcast or his uh, audio, uh, real audio podcasts, um, which had questions and answers. And that was the first time I, I, I just randomly uh, happened to listen to it. And that's it. Boom. Um, something just happened. And then I just connected the dots. Ah, it's that guy from the book. <laughs> this is it. You know, this is, uh, this is my life. Um, and so for those of you who, um, don't know what Niraj is talking about, the, I went through the same experience. So I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it for you now. Uh, and let's, hopefully this comes out as clear. And this is what he's talking about. You can't explain it. You can sense its existence through the refined state of your senses, but you can't explain it. To know it, you have to experience it. And the best you can say about it is that it is the depth of your being, the very core of you. So <clears throat> the, that's what that's what he sounds like, and, and that's the presence that he carried with him uh, as a kind of a, a, a master, a, a realized master. And he's talking about the self, which in, in Hinduism uh, and um, in a way, um, all of Eastern uh, philosophy, uh, he's talking about the, the realization of, of being a soul and, and kind of, you know, if you were to plug your phone into a charger, the phone connects with a source um, that, that makes it en engage with reality or keeps it sustaining. Uh, the self is our soul. Uh, that's what we really are in that philosophy. And realizing that is the, is the ultimate, uh, is the ultimate uh, goal of life. So that's where Niraj is coming from. And that's what he heard. And that's, and when I, when I first went to the monastery as a visitor, I heard that, I heard that same thing. And uh, I was like, uh, you know, it's, it's like hearing something for the first time. You're like, I don't, I don't quite understand if this is from the earth or if it's otherworldly, what, what's going on here. And then you, you begin down the, this path. Um, and Niraj, I, I didn't know you've been on it for so damn long. Wow. It's, uh, it doesn't seem that long. Uh, it doesn't seem that long. I mean, say when we say 20 years, it seems long, but, uh, every time I'm, 
every every other day I feel like I'm just starting again. Um, so it's uh, it's one of those where I'm like, oh, okay, I've I've got to really work at it. Um, it's 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 a continuous process. It's like you have an ice cream one day, and you had it yesterday, right? But you want it again, so you want to have the ice cream again, right? It's like that. So I'm like, I want the ice cream again, of that feeling of bliss and peace and love, uh, that free, unconditional feeling. I uh, can't describe it within the heart, which is uh, without any any uh, sense of boundary, right? It's 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 not it's it's almost nothing. Uh, and it's a feeling of real bliss. Um, and sometimes it's, it just goes beyond that, but it's like that. So living a mundane lifestyle, being in, in the world, not in the monastery. So we have many other challenges and then we live in the world to face it. And then, so that experience, which we, which I had in the past sometime feels a long time ago. So I'm starting again. So it's, it's like every time I'm sort of restarting the engine kind of thing. But yeah, I, I wouldn't discount your experience or your, um, you know, and, and I don't think anyone here would, and I'm sure Arthur feels the same way. The, 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 there's, there's this um, dichotomy going on where you have the realization of this ultimate state, but then you have living life. And the, the ironic part of it is the, the living the life is part of the, the other one, is the realization. It's, it's, it's you know, it's Wu Wei, right? It's, the, it's Zen. And, and the obstacle is the way. So everything that we're experiencing as a challenge in life is to, is to mimic looking into a mirror. And so that we see ourselves within the challenge or, or um, we, we have that realization while, um, you know, getting into a car accident. You know, it's, it's, it's everything is built into this system as a way to teach us, you know, that 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 is the meditation, that is the realization. Um, but there is a difference that the monastery, I think, teaches and it throws people off. And it's, it's, you have to sit down, meditate, realize the self, and then you're different. And it's like, everyone is trying to do that thing while they live their life. And it's like, that's one way to do it. But there's many ways. I don't know. Does that make sense? Arthur, I, I feel like you get that. I, uh, yeah, I get, I get that. I think, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think a lot of it has to do with um, figuring out how these lessons apply to everything that you're going going through, and 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 how you can you know when 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 I'm meditating now, you know I've I've recently been meditating. I did Raj's 30 day course. I'm uh, and you know am probably 10 days past the 30 day mark. I've been doing it every day since too, and when when i feel like i discover something through my meditation uh you know now it's okay i've discovered something but how do i place it within myself within my life within what i have learned in in the world through through my experience you know it, it it's all interconnected um 
Right, right. It's, it's um, like, I think, I think the spiritual teachings throughout history, throughout mankind, says it's being and becoming. It's being and becoming. It's, it's realizing that you are what you're searching for. So there's a dual role you have to play. You have to have this contentment that you're that. You're that, that eternal thing um, that you're searching for. While at the same time, you're trying to, um, you know, transform into it more and more and more in, in, your, in your expressions, in your physical expressions. So, for example, if you live an angry lifestyle, if you get anger uh, uh, bouts and, and, and you try to argue with people on a regular basis, um, you're kind of getting further away from that, that, um, that contentment that you naturally are already. So there's the becoming part where you need to kind of, you need to kind of alter who you are a little bit so that you can um, uh, become more like who you were meant to be. Um, Niraj, but I, I think you're, a, you're an amazing person. And I also think you're very humble because I know you know more than you let on to. Um, so I admire that. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> ah, I know anything, I'm just right? learning. As <laughs> well, it, it's, uh, it's a daily process. It is a daily process. It's, it's nothing else than a daily process. So what is, um, what is everyone currently learning or reading right now? Um, Arthur, go. Okay, um, I'm reading a book called Empire of the Summer Moon, and uh, it's about the Comanche Empire of the Comanche Indians in uh, the Texas and Oklahoma Plains back in the 1800s and the rise and fall of their empire. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> Uh, just learning about uh, the first the history and second about the culture, what they believed in, uh, how, how they lived, and um, then also the conflict of the two cultures that of um, American uh, settlers and you know, uh, Native American, or I guess American Indian, is this clash of cultures and what are the positive, negatives. What, what, what they learned from each other, what they warred about, what they wouldn't uh, accept from each other, and just, uh, so I've been really immersing myself uh, in that over the past couple of weeks. Wow, wow. Well, yeah, I think yeah, about been, that a lot. Living in America, I think about the history of it and, and uh, think this and that. I'm always, I'm always amazed when people are um, shocked and appalled that there was violence and everything in our history and takeover. And it's like, well, what do you want? <laughs> like, kumbaya. <Yeah. laughs> well, you know, so much violence, you know, so much violence. And, and you know, so um, a, in December, I was up in North Dakota uh, exploring, there was an oil spill and, uh, you know, uh, outside on the Keystone Pipeline. And then, you know, a couple years ago, we had the Standing Rock protests for the Daffle Pipeline over here. And so I went to Standing Rock to learn about that. And then I went up to the oil spill. And so I learned a lot about uh, their culture and where they were now. 
And so it's been really kind of eye-opening for me to go back and look at how the cultures were back then and to see on both sides all just the extreme amount of violence that was uh, accepted on, on a daily basis and uh, not just accepted, but expected, you know, both. Uh, and, and how that really um, everything that was going on in the entire world. You know, it's uh, pretty crazy. I mean, there was so much violence, you know, scalpings and killings and, oh, yeah. you know, some cannibalism and, you know, on, on all sides. It's not, not to, you know, and so we looking at it with, from the, you know, the context of today, you forget about all that. And, and you try to be like, oh, man, there was just like, okay, you know, people came and conquered and all these other people. But no, it's a lot more complicated. And, uh, you know, being able to look at the realities of how things were formed lets you really be able to uh, form a better opinion on where we are at now and appreciate how far we've come as uh, cultures have merged together. People have always thought that uh, uh, before certain studies came out that bonobo chimps were a, a, a one of the most peaceful uh, uh, species of uh, ape and then uh, it was revealed that, in fact, they uh, mercilessly murder each other um, at, at a whim. <laughs> uh, Niraj, what, what about you? Uh, just reading the Book of Life. Sorry, it's cliched, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was afraid uh, you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've not. Um, I've, I, I go through reading and listening to talks uh, from my gurus and the book, book wise, uh, read. Uh, well, I can't. All right. Connection lost, Niraj. We're going to get back to that. I said that real slow, like my connection was going out. Um, all right, he's going to come back in in a second. Rokas, uh, you know, you weren't going to escape this question, so. Um, I have a question for Naraj as well. Well, I'll have two questions. Um, but I don't know if it would be right to speak over him right now. Maybe. Yeah, he's he's going to – I'll let him know on a chat that he uh, – uh, he just lost. Oh, so he's, he's coming in and out. All right, Nirosh, hang on one second. Um, we're gonna, since it cut out right when you started speaking, we'll come right back to that. Rokas, go. So uh, I, when I came to Lithuania, I only bought one book, brought over one book from the UK, and that was Maps of Meaning. Uh, but I haven't read much of it yet. Uh, I'm focusing well, right now. Friendly. Pardon? Victor Frankl. Maps of Meaning. Oh, Maps of Meaning. Yeah, maps oh, of meaning. not, not Manderson, right? Sorry. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so I need brought over that book. Uh, but I'm okay, so who's the, you have to give the author. Okay. And Jordan Peterson is the author. The great uh, we, we covered it in a podcast, Maps of Meaning. And after the podcast, I decided to get the book. And... I've been reading it slowly because there's a lot to digest. Uh, but currently, haven't really read much because I'm focusing on 
developing my skills, which includes programming. So I'm learning two different languages at the moment. Uh, that is one currently doing for self-development wise. And yeah, over to you, Narash. I see Narash's battery is. Yeah, battery's good. So, uh, how long do we have left? Roughly. I think probably a couple of minutes, uh, Max. So, yeah, say your, I think. Say yours. Uh, was your other book? Yeah. I. Oh, I, I think I got I got disconnected when I was saying as yeah. So, I uh, was sort of skimming over yoga, yoga sutras of Patanjali, um, sort of ancient text. Um, but uh, it's to it's far sort of you, know, you have to do a lot of research, or one has to do a lot of meditation and uh, uh, analyze it as well. Um, use reasoning, so it, it's a lifelong study. But I sort of skimmed over a couple of things. Um, uh, I think Raj, would, would you like to do can we do a podcast just on that work I love that that work as you know that uh, Bodhinatha um, our guru uh, did a commentary on that and he and he had us um, um, you know dissect it with him and we had to we had to study that ad nauseum in the monastery um, and I eventually ended up writing my own commentary on it would you, would you, uh, would you like to, whoa, <laughs> sorry, it's a park, there's a lot of uh, people around, so. Yeah, I was really excited about you guys doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he heard you, Raj, he felt your energy, and he just. The kid was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> okay. So, Niraj, we're going to do another, we're going to do another podcast, uh, you, uh, me, and, and uh, Rokas. And if Arthur wants to join, he can join. But he's not really a real mystical guy. He's kind of like on the fringe. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't, I'll have some we'll talk about brain chips well. long, long afterwards, you know. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'll save my questions for Naraj to the other podcast we do then. Okay, yeah, Naraj is going to, you're going to cut out here uh, because of the thing. But you're going to come back on and then you're going to be inside your apartment next time. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no. not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not asking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Niraj. Do you do you need to cut out now, or are you gonna? Yeah. Have... Yeah. I'm All right. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks. Too.